cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence and is not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, follow us on Instagram at cult podcast or follow us on Twitter at cult podcast show for show updates. And please rate and review our show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require monetary or physical sacrifices as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organization in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Andrea Gazetta. Yay! Yay! So this week is a little bit different. We had kind of a very, very busy, busy week. Uh. Um, so this is kind of more just cult news, things that we've been meaning to catch up on. Uh, and then we'll be back with regular episodes next Monday, as usual. Um, but... For this week, we spent pretty much all week watching our friends shoot a TV show. Yeah, we, as some of you know, uh, Paige and I, and also Andrea, are involved in a show local to Los Angeles uh, at the world-famous comedy store, The Roast Battles. What, what, what? Uh, the Roast Battles, for those of you that don't know, are usually two comics, namely people that aren't necessarily famous famous, but also it's changing a little bit. And uh, in a room that's kind of like a fight club type vibe, just really rip into each other joke for joke back and forth. I think if anyone ever watched Spartacus, where they go and fight in the pit so that they can become gladiators, that's kind of what it's like. It's, yeah. it's like you got to fight in the dirty, dirty battles to then go be on the fun TV ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, Comedy Central about the show. They're on season three. Um, some of our friends both wrote for and were performing in. And so we spent a lot of time there. Time that normally would be spent doing uh, a lot of research. Right. Um, <laughs> And so instead, we were rubbing we were, elbows and getting and, and double fisting Comedy Central, all of Comedy Central's free alcohol. Yeah, all so of it. free. I found it. So I went. At, I don't even drink. Yeah. Me neither. I just was holding too for some reason. In the uh, in the in the VIP section, and I'm sorry if I'm sounding like an asshole, but honestly, I'm very important now. <laughs> the wristband told me. Uh, in the VIP section, they let us get. Two, so I went and I figured out that I could afford like a couple of drinks. So I went and I ordered a whiskey Coke and then uh, they were like, oh no, it's free. And I was like, then let me also get a beer. <laughs> so I, they would let you get two drinks at a time and I would get a whiskey Coke and a beer. And then I went back maybe... 11 times yeah it was, it was a lot yeah a couple of times i gave the drinks to andrea i drank some of them but i for the yeah. most part i i drank one yeah, yeah. 
I would more often than not let her drink three sips and then just go, no, and then just drink it myself. Well, what was crazy is that was just during the taping. Because oh, yeah. we went to the after party after where it was also an open bar. Oh, yeah. For a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically Eventually. for the whole party. Yeah. I mean. I wasn't paying attention because I stopped drinking because I was afraid of not being able to move. Oh, I just kept yeah. drinking because I was, <laughs> I was afraid of moving. Well, and if you guys watched the season premiere of Roast Battle, you can briefly see Armando and I in the audience sitting behind Coach T. Coach for like 10 seconds. But yeah, that's it's, it. uh, it was really fun. It was a really fun experience. It was even better to just watch some of, you know, the people that you're really good friends with be on TV. Yeah, that was amazing. So well. Yeah, Super and do, fun. So and do well. amazing. And really, I'm I mean, so proud I'm proud of everyone. I'm yeah. not... I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody, but really outshine the famous people that yeah. were on the show. So I, much. If you haven't had a chance to watch the show, watch it. It's This is the best season, I think, yes. so far. Um, not to throw shade on other seasons, but they no. did an amazing job this season. They did it. it it's, it's not a tournament, so you don't have to watch it in uh, order or anything order. like that. It's just some people that you wouldn't expect to roast, like uh, Comedy Central's Jeff Ross roasts uh, NBA All-Star Blake Griffin. Yeah, that was crazy. That Which was is, really good yeah, battle. Yeah, just a really good really battle. Good. I it think was that, really funny. Yeah. There were a lot of like props and like weird There's things. There's also they, they shot happen. a bunch of really digital cool. short contents too. Oh yeah. Watch those. Those, those are, are amazing. amazing. They're going to be on comedycentral.com. Um one of them is uh <laughs> The, from the Mean Boys podcast. Uh, our good friends, the Mean Boys. Our very good friends, Keith Carey and Connor McSpadden, roasted each other completely naked. Yeah, in the nude. Yeah. And they're best friends, so it's extra cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, cute. We'll go with cute. <laughs> Isn't that what you do with your dude friends? Fondo? Not always. Um, I think my favorite was hearing their pitches for what they were going to use to blur out stuff. Yeah. Or one of the things they had suggested was having each other's face. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just going to be blurred. But yeah. yeah my favorite super fun. part is, and here's a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, they took Chinese Viagra before they came out to film. And what they found out, like most men in their 40s, is that you need to be in a situation where you would actually get an erection. Right. Instead of being terrified in front of, in front of like a theater full of people. Yeah, like most 40-year-old men. <laughs> right. <You> know, <laughs> right. That part of adulthood when you're constantly naked in front of a theater full of people, right. including people that are your family. Right. Yikes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. People had family members there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never got hard for your dad? Okay. okay. <laughs> this went dark real fast. Not in front of Papa. Anyway. Uh, one of the things that we did was we were at the after party with a bunch of people um, that are both famous. <laughs> uh, but also very fancy rich producers. Yeah. A lot of people that aren't famous but could make you famous, and a lot of people that would be, if you talk to the right people, because that's what they say. You know, it's all about who you know in Hollywood. And it turns out that it's not a good idea to get drunk on Comedy Central's money <laughs> and then talk to executives. Honestly, producers. I think it was the best idea for Armando because I mean, it was so funny. All of, oh, the, yeah. all of those people that were drunk and probably on Coke now think you're DJ Khaled. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that hey. What happened. So, a couple highlights from the night. I did this bit where I walked around and I told people that I was DJ Khaled, but I was not that I was 
famous producer DJ Khaled. I pretended that I the bit was that I that DJ Khaled was a character that I had developed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna go the route of just like, no, my name is DJ, my last name just happens to be Khaled. No, no, no. <laughs> I claimed that I was a very famous comedian. Like that, Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. as, as if <laughs> Essentially, you Ali G, but it was T- yeah. DJ Khaled. Yeah, and I, I, one of the highlights of the night was I was around a bunch of people who are actually very famous, <laughs> and I did this bit, and they were all laughing, and I was like, "Yeah, so if you guys are looking for friends, I'm always looking for another one." Okay. <laughs> That was a highlight. Another highlight was at the end of the night, I had been talking to these people that were executive producers for, uh, um, what's that show? Dancing, uh, Dancing with, with the Stars. Stars. And uh, I did this bit where I kept, everyone who told me they were an executive, I would walk up to them and go, you're an executive? Well, here's my card. And then I handed them my license. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost lost my license. <laughs> Somebody kept it? They were like, man, these look real realistic. It was really, it was very fun. Um, the other highlight, and this is before we even get, so like I said, at Comedy Central's uh, taping, we were, I was a little drunk. And um, no. Andrea and I were walking to the after party. Oh, this was very funny. Yeah, you guys, I, I ended up going ahead of you somehow because I was with yeah. Alex Hooper. So what happened was Armando's like, I have to pee. I have to pee so bad. I don't know where this, I have to pee. I'm going to pee anywhere. So we went into three different places <laughs> to look for a place to pee. And each place was like, no, we close the bathrooms at 10 p.m. Which was weird. And then we go. You guys so, texted me at one point that you were getting pie? No, Popeyes. Oh, Popeyes. Because it's on that corner. So we went yeah. we went okay. into the Popeyes thinking that if we bought something, they would let me pee. So I go up to the to the clerk who's already dealing with somebody yelling at him. Um, <laughs> because, and I go, because it's like 1 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And I go, excuse me, can I please use your restroom? And he goes, sir, the restroom's closed at 10. And I go, this is a bad way to run that business, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then I go, I'm sorry to have bothered you. And the guy that was yelling at him is like, yeah, dude, I've been waiting for my order for fucking 20 minutes. How are you going to make this right? And he was like, I, dude, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm a minimum wage employee. <laughs> the guy was like, I want some extra biscuits. Throw in some biscuits. The guy was like, I, I'll do what I can, man. And then I thought it would be a great idea to chime in and go excuse me sir my client deserves biscuits <laughs> it was so funny so he just pretended to be an agent for this man eventually no one let Do us you in know who i am i'm dj cat dj cat throw in a biscuit no 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 not another just that biscuit. One. Another, another one god damn it oh god and my- then I, and then after that, we couldn't. I couldn't find a place to pee that was completely legal. So we went. We went to an alley. We went into an alley, and there are these three kids just in the back. Oh, before okay, so we're wait. How old are kids? They're like oh, not children. Okay, no, no, no. all right. I call them kids because they're like I don't know, eighteen, twenty-two. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. However old Armando is, they were kind of that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Children, <laughs> young you know, children. Kids and they see this giant child lumbering towards <laughs> and the smallest Minnesota woman. <laughs> oh, hey, I have a pie in my pocket. Okay, <laughs> we went to Popeyes. Uh, so we're walking past them and they're talking about 
just as we're passing, because I need to go right next to the dumpster and pee as soon as I can. Right. And we're passing by them, and they say something about how, like, yeah, dog, actually, everything is technically an alternate universe. And what happens is every time you make a decision, <laughs> you create another timeline. Oh, the multiverse. Another one? Yeah, Quantum physics. Another one. <laughs> you make another I'm so sorry. <laughs> and so they're talking about that, and I stopped, and I said, excuse me, I know what you're talking about, and I have to go urinate in public, but I will be right back to continue this conversation. <laughs> And so I go over there and I go next to this, I find a dumpster and I'm peeing next to a dumpster. And the thing is, is the more, the less that I have to pee, the more that I am getting the pee out of my system, the more that the rest of my senses come back to me. And now every time, like every second that passes, I see another disgusting thing, like condoms that are barely put on the dumpster. Uh, there was roaches crawling. Oh, it God. just looks oh. disgusting. And then also every second that I'm the the pee is coming out of me, I can start to smell how gross it is. Oh. I just had pee blindness, you know, where I was like, I need to pee, and then I'll deal with it. And so then I dealt with it. I go over there, and we're talking to these uh, boys about about the multiverse, about thing. both yeah, multiverse and also manifesting stuff. And I we literally had a conversation about oh, so magic. This is, this is some right hand path shit. Yeah, literally <laughs> that stuff. It was very funny. We mentioned Aleister Crowley at one point, <laughs> and the guy was like, he was like, yeah, dude, I'm a rapper, and I was like, no way, I make beats. And so we linked up, and it, he basically manifested our meet me. He's like, to see, beat. this is what I'm talking about. You don't believe me. <laughs> And the other yeah. kid's just like, oh, shit. And he's, like, putting his head on his hands. Yeah, he's he like, I can't believe out. this. He was, like, freaking out. I was like, see, man, you just got to manifest it. Like, it was one so guy, funny. One guy basically was talking to these other two and telling him his life story. And he uh-huh. was like, yeah, I'm just looking for somebody to help me with beats. But you got to manifest this shit, bro. You got to manifest this shit into reality. And I come barreling through like a junk, drunk bull going, I got to pee, but let's link up real quick. <laughs> Is he a good rapper i've i've heard a couple of his stuff he's pretty nice he's okay. pretty good um are you gonna make beats for him yeah probably okay. i make beats for anybody even if they suck i don't care um even if they're not into root vegetables i still <laughs> give them beats <laughs> that was good thank you uh so yeah so anyway that's the kind of jokes that didn't get us on tv <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Technically, it did. It just got <laughs> just us 10 for like seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, this isn't all going to be about stupid Hollywood bullshit. Let's get into some real world Hollywood bullshit. Or bow, bow, bow. Cult bullshit. Cult bullshit. Cultywood bullshit. Yeah, there we go. Cultywood bullshit. So, we got a couple of things on the docket stuff that we've needed to talk about, stuff that has happened in previous episodes that you guys know and you love. So, let's go Let's go through that. And uh, also, mail that you guys sent us that we have not had a bonus episode to read about. Yeah, on. we have been. This might make more sense now because we've been talking about We have been so busy with everything. Um,. So let's get into it. First and foremost, something that we're all aware of, uh, Om Shinrikyo's done. It's yeah. over. Asha's- well, Shoko Asahara is dead. There's still <clears throat> some Om believers out there. There are still some Om believers, but I think... Mainly in Belarus and Russia. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're there. So we, ta- we talked a little bit briefly about it on the uh, Facebook page. Um, Japan has a little bit of a different... Uh, 
set up for the way that they kill their prisoners. Yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. So in America, uh, for those of you listening from outside of this great country that is America, how fucking you turn it off right now, all right? It's okay. If you're not in America, Whoa. you shut it off. Nah, America's okay. No, it's US. I have to go. <laughs> so about those root vegetables. Oh boy, I better start making some beets real quick. Um <laughs> In America, the great state of USA, or the great country, what the fuck am I talking about? In the See, great- that's what I mean by okay, as in our school system is only okay. No, I done learned well. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn it, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say good, god damn it. Even, well, good, well, still meant, not quite right. <laughs> that's what I meant. I meant to do it wrong, <laughs> and I did it right. No, you did it somehow still wrong. I can read well, that's correct, that's grammatically correct. I don't know how read good is what I wanted to say, but instead I said I don't know how read well. <laughs> anyway, uh, in America, what happens is you are sent to prison um, on we death row. We debate whether or not we're going to kill you for like thirty years. Yeah, you get appeals that are sometimes mandatory, I believe. And not necessarily, but they often happen. It's yeah. very rare that they don't. A lot of times they're like automatic, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, what I yeah. mean. It's an automatic appeal, but then you can be like, no, I don't want an appeal. Yeah. Yeah. And then they set a date and you know that's going to come. And then you get a last meal um, uh, in most places anyway. You get a last meal, which is usually your own request, and then uh, lethal injection, I believe. And in Japan, what happens is just one day you're minding your own business, and somebody comes in and goes, hey, it's death day for you. <laughs> Wait, Sorry, really? I shouldn't yeah. laugh, but that's There's kind no of preparation? There's no real preparation. I think they tell you that day that you're going to die. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I, is it yeah. weird that I prefer that? I almost like it better, too. I like it better, too. Well, yeah, there's less... Yeah. Well, I I have mixed feelings about the death penalty in general for a number of reasons. Um, but I feel like I I prefer that. I I would prefer not to know until day of. Yeah. It's... It almost seems to value the death less though because like there's something ritualistic to knowing when you're going to die and that being like part of the whole thing you know it's like there's like a ritual and there's like this whole thing you do and i don't you know, know i feel like, like if you don't know it could be any day so you might as well live any day as if it's your last day because it could be if you're interested in the death penalty there's a lot of interesting i mean sword and scale actually did a pretty interesting episode on it i know people don't necessarily always like that guy but like there were some interesting episodes be, yeah. on it um but it's it's actually more expensive to kill somebody via lethal injection because people keep raising the prices of those drugs. Yeah. And it's a specific cocktail. Well, and, and you have also, to have a doctor, but doctors technically can't assist because it's against the Hippocratic Oath. It's like a whole bunch of stuff. And one of the drug companies that makes one of those vital drugs for lethal injections is not in America. Yeah. I think it's in Sweden. Yeah, and they, they have to import. Well, and they stopped mm-hmm. making it for Because they knew that reasons. that's what it was being used yeah. for. So they're like, we're not going to send it to you. And then they had to like figure something else out, and it's just like a whole mess. Well, and for all the time that we would keep somebody on death row, the cost of doing that and the cost of killing them is so expensive as opposed to just like turning them loose in gen pop and seeing what happens. Just saying. Jeffrey Dahmer, am I right? Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. All right, here's the thing. Super murdered. <clears throat> Everyone on I death row. I told you guys about... 
Anyways. It's no, fine. what? Shut your mouth. What? No, open your mouth. What, what did you tell us about okay, what? Okay, so when I was a little kid, um, you guys know Jeffrey Dahmer? Not personally. Okay, well, so when <laughs> I was I feel like you're kid, about to tell me you do. No, I don't, but this is a weird thing that you're happened. You're from murder country. Yeah. I am. So I have some weird, there's some weird stuff with him. But so when I was like a little kid. We're all kid, from murder country. USA! USA! <laughs> right. I mean, we are. Yeah. yeah, we murder so many people. But so when I was, I'm never going to finish this story. I'm just going to say that intro a hundred times. So when I was a little kid, uh, we, my gram, where my grandma lived, we would drive past the prison where they had Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, and so every time, like I was like three or four, my mom thought it would be really funny is when we went past the prison, we would wave and say, hi, Jeffrey. Oh, Jesus. Chilling. But then he died, but right. they kept his brain there. So then it changed to, hi, Jeffrey's brain. Jeez, and crackers. And I didn't know. I was like, who's Jeffrey? She's like, don't worry about it. Oh, no. And then, and then I found out it was Jeffrey Dahmer. Jesus. And then I found out who that was. And then I was like, okay. And then I went to school. I went to art school in Milwaukee and in the basement of art school. So, like, the, the neighborhood that my school was in is where Jeffrey Dahmer did all his killings. Ooh. And the bar... Up that everyone would go to after school is the bar where he picked people up. It used to be a gay bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, like, all this history. And so one day... Wait, it's not a gay bar anymore? No, and now it's an Irish pub. You can't just convert it. It's still a gay bar at heart. It's I mean, just, it's across the street from an art school. It's still pretty gay. It's not being true to itself, you know? It's an Irish pub, but it still has, like, leprechaun go-go dancers, so it's still a little gay. But in the basement of the art school, they used to have, a, like, a shop, like, for art supplies. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, one of the only, like, early in Milwaukee, that was the only, like, art store. And uh, I was talking to the guy who had worked there for like 20 or 30 years. And he's like, oh, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer came in here once to buy gold spray paint. (gasps) And when they found, when they went into his house, they found skulls spray painted gold. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That's pimp as fuck. Yeah, (laughs) because they look like props. Also scary. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's my hometown, guys. Oh, my God. All this to Jesus say Christ. that... The, the <laughs> yeah, the closest I got is uh, sometimes we would drive past a prison and I'd be like, hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> me too, hey. hey. No, my mom didn't let us visit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> neither did... Yeah, me neither. Um, I just drove so, past it. Yeah. Neither of my parents have been incarcerated. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lame. Um, all this to say that in Japan, when they were executing Shoko Asahara, he had to first wait for every other person involved to be, cat, to yeah. be caught. For them to catch every other person. Oh. And then they killed him last. Yeah. They, but he Why did they prison, kill him last? So he doesn't know, like, who they've caught or whatever. And so then after they caught, I believe Takahashi was the last guy. They caught him in 2016. They would wait for his trial to be completed. And then they killed Shoga Asahara. Why did they kill him last? I think because he was the ringleader. Yeah. Which, in theory, think about it. If you don't know which day you're going to die, the longer you have to go not knowing is probably worse. More stressful. Yeah. yeah. How did they kill them? I believe they shot him. I don't, I don't know. Here, let me if it's not it lethal injection, it's I'm just... Not, I, I'm pretty sure they shot him. I mean, bullets are hella cheaper, man. Oh, my God. Criminal status executed criminal pen- penalty. Death by hanging. Oh, shit. They yeah. still hang people. More like Choco Asahara. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. No. <laughs> what would his brother Tom Shinrikyo think? 
Damn. God damn, I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I think we have an episode title. <laughs> the worst part is I had it in my head and I was like, hang it, hang it, hang it, hang it, please. Um, yeah, so they, they hung Asahara. So yeah, that brings the end of uh, Om Shinrikyo pretty much. Well, I mean, the leader's gone and there's still the groups that were come from the main Yeah, there's group. still some offshoots. Are you saying there's another one? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me. Multiple, <laughs> multiples. We're saying there's multiples. Where's my son? <laughs> Check his Instagram. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that they got they got him, guys. We did well, it. Well, they've had him for a while. They just finally like he no. got got. He get he done get got. Yeah, got get it him. Get him. Gone get. Go on now. Um, speaking of gong get, oh, your yeah. boys the Bundys. Those motherfuckers. All right, so here's what <laughs> happened. Donald Trump pardoned the Hammonds, who Gross. we remember from the uh, Ma- the Malheur Wildlife Reserve. They were the standoff. first ones, the ones with the fires. Yes. they were. So the Bundys had their own little standoff, and then they were looking for a reason to have a second one. And they picked the Hammonds as their, like, little case thing. Right. But the Hammonds were like, please leave us alone. Please don't do this in our name. You are not helping. They just gave us conjugal visits with our cow wives. You're making it worse. (laughs) It's fucking so dumb. So they did. We are in utter distress. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I love you. That's so good. Donald Trump, this is in a long line of things that he's been doing. And we're not a political podcast. And we're not I'm not trying to get <laughs> We're not a political podcast. Like two episodes ago we did talk about the election at length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're not. Don't take the thing is, is I'm too we're stupid. We're here for the cults, and when politics ends up being involved with a cult, then we're here for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just, that's all I mean, is that I'm too stupid for you to take anything I say seriously, but... Except that you're DJ Khaled, because you should yeah, take yeah, that yeah, very yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do, please do. Um, we are the best. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we the best. Donald Trump pardoned, uh, I think it was a sheriff, yeah, Arizona Sheriff Joe Arpaio, who was this guy who had a, this is a quote, quote, aggressive efforts to hunt down and detain undocumented immigrants. And he was a national symbol of the politics of immigration. And he was held in criminal contempt and was convicted. Um, And so Donald Trump basically pardoned him and called him an American patriot in a tweet, by the way. Not an official capacity. Called him an American patriot and saying that he kept Arizona safe. Gross. I don't know if you guys know of the laws of... Safe from what? Good tacos? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Fucking, I hate Arizona so much. Here's a fun fact. Arizona has uh, way less strict laws on what is and isn't probable cause mm. so probable cause in arizona is just and this is not a joke being brown if right, you are yeah. vaguely mexican border patrol or police can stop you because it is possible in the eyes of the law that you are an illegal immigrant which is insane which is <clears throat> why i hate going to arizona 
because I get stopped all the time. But the thing is, is that you get stopped because you look brown, you're playing hip-hop music, you turn off your music, you roll down the window of your 2006 Honda Accord, and they say, how you doing, son? And you say, pretty good, how about yourself, sir? And they go, oh, one of the good ones. And then they let you go. <laughs> or you do what I do every time I'm in Arizona in the passenger seat of my car is a white woman, either my mom or just a different white woman. You just know? pick them up on the side of the road. Yeah, or you just blow them up. They blow up dolls. I was going to yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay. There we go. We're too in sync. Uh, what is this? A 90s band? Okay. Um, another one. So, speaking of another one, yeah. So, he pardoned that guy in fucking August of 2017. So, he just fucking comes around and he's like, hey, you know those people that hate the government and want to fight the government and set fires because of how much they hate the government? And wild bird preserves. And, yeah. <laughs> These goddamn birds. Okay. So because they hate the government, let's uh let's use our government power to let them out of prison. Which is I mean, Ooh, the thing is shit. is we got into it on the actual thing. I don't agree with the fact that they are arsonists. I don't agree with the fact that they hate the government. I do agree that it's really stupid that they were sentenced to something. And then somebody came and was able to overturn it, which is super rare. And then they had to go back and serve. Right. I think that's I think that's dumb. But they're not pardoning them because they think it's dumb. They are pardoning them because he's trying to get them to he's trying to gain sympathy from the alt right and the right, right, right. the conservative right. Um, Fucking Nazis, bro. It's insane. Why I'm trying someone... to find because he's an idiot. He really is dumb. I... Oh my fucking fuck you. What? Oh, so here's another little piece of information that I always forget. Ryan Bundy of the of the uh, the one of, with the mushy face. Yeah, mushy face McGee over there is running for governor of Nevada currently. <laughs> What's his platform? Everyone, cock your head to the side so this looks normal. <laughs> it's funny because that state's shape does look like his face. Oh <laughs> shit! She well, went there. She that shit went is there. Son. Tonight on roast battle, Andrea Gazetta versus Ryan <laughs> Bundy's fucked up face. <laughs> uh, literally, though, I think his platform is just his right cheek. Because uh, hey. it's flat. It's flat. <laughs> This is the thing, is that everywhere that I'm finding, it's not it's not Ryan Bundy organizer for the uh, Bundy standoff or for the Malheur takeover. It's uh, B- Ryan Bundy's son of Cliven Bundy. <laughs> no one gives a shit about Ryan Bundy. Ryan Bundy, same... <laughs> Ryan Bunny, son of famed rogue rancher. Which rogue rancher? That sounds cool. That That's the worst cool. flavor of Jolly Ranchers. Uh, <laughs> what is he? It's just black licorice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> He's rogue a, rancher. He's rogue, son. You never know if it's green apple or if it's lime or if it's guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all very Mexican flavors. <laughs> Lime, green apple, and guacamole. Okay, maybe not green apple. Hey, yo, Ryan Bundy, why your face looks so specific? <laughs> Never mind. Specific. I was gonna say suspicious. Like one ear's worried about what the other ear's doing. Maybe that's why his face looks like that is because he keeps eating those rogue Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like he's always just had too many warheads. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he took the ghost pepper challenge and the pepper won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 read this. So, oh, you motherfucker. Every time I see his face, oh look, there he is, just hanging out, and he just looks. He looks so sweaty. It's just funny because every time I hear the bun, like the Bundy clan, all I can think of is Al Bundy from married is that married with children yeah yeah i yeah. made this joke when we did the episode there are no good bundies okay. every bundy's a piece of shit al bundy was an asshole uh do you think he prefers to wear the kkk hood because it's the one time his head looks normal oh i wonder if they have you to can't the tell no. different. <laughs> chew on one side like a fish yeah. <laughs> oh god Oh man! I can't see out of these eye holes, Paul. You gotta help me out. <laughs> oh, that's Damn it. <laughs> is it Muppet Treasure Island where it's like Walleye Pike? I he's got the two eyes on one side. Basically, he's running on the platform of making Nevada a sovereign land. Uh, I intend to. Oh my God! Here, first of all, before I do this, uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> Bundy, 45, said in a telephone interview he would mount a petition drive to qualify for the November ballot. Those guys will mount anything. (laughs) Yeah, they will. These rogue ranchers. (laughs) 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 And canvassed the state to gather support in, quote, face-to-face conversations, end quote. But they put face-to-face conversations, and I feel like they get it. I feel like... I just imagined a face-to-face conversation, like when they have those photographs of when two people are going to box, where their faces are right yeah. next to each other. I feel like a face-to-side-of-face is more appropriate. <laughs> um, so this is how he said it, and I'm going to do it. That some of you might get offended. No, nope, just, just read no. it normal. This is, this is the no. accent just that Just read it normal. Okay, are you ready? Read it normal. I intend to secure the sovereignty of the state of Nevada and its land and resources for the people of Nevada. Okay, thank you, Hugh Jackman. (laughs) Yeah. That's basically what that sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he sounds like. That dumb fucking piece of... Okay, all right, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I don't like this guy. He's running for mayor, the fucking mayor. <laughs> That's, my brain defaulted and was like, what's the highest position he could get? Maybe He's mayor. the sheriff of the Nevada. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's too much respect. That's the highest in the land. He's this guy. This guy sucks. So they released the Hammonds. The Hammonds are the sixth and seventh people to receive pardons from Mr. Trump. In all his pardons, Mr. Trump bypassed the typical process. Five-year waiting period is required for requests to be made to the Justice Department. Um, and he passed over the more than 10,000 pardon and clemency applications. Oh, boy. So, wow. As long as you're shitty and white, you can just do anything, I guess. Well, here's the real frustrating part of that, is that that means some of those people that have put in pardon and clemency applications have died. Yeah. Because he chose the Hammonds instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. And hey, sure. maybe maybe that's a good thing. We don't know who put those applications in. But, I mean, you never know. Maybe it was somebody that should have been pardoned. Uh, hi, yes, I'd like to put in uh, my request for pardon. My name is uh, Choco Asahara. <laughs> <laughs> now, that joke will make sense if you do not pardon me. Please. <laughs> for the love of God. At least tell my brother Tom I love him. Take this bathwater. <laughs> Ah, oh, gross. Um, Try this helmet on. I mean, maybe, like, don't mess up your hair, but... <laughs> yeah. 
So they freed the they freed the Hammonds, which is really shitty. Everyone is really upset. Um, Jennifer Rokola, executive director of the Center for Western Priorities, said in a statement, pardoning, pardon, pardoning the Hammonds sends a dangerous message to America's park rangers, wildlife firefighters, law enforcement officers. Yeah, really to the firefighters. Uh, specifically to the guys <laughs> that have to fight fires. Law enforcement officers and public land managers, President Trump, at the urging of Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, or Zink, Zank, Zanki? Zanku. Zanku. Chicken. Delicious. Has once again sided with the lawless extremists who believe that public land does not belong to all Americans. These are terrorists. They freed domestic terrorists. Yeah. And they side with domestic terrorists. And some of these other domestic terrorists are trying to be fucking governor but they're running as an independent and no one really takes them seriously and they're dumb and they look stupid how can they when he can't even wear headphones properly (laughs) yeah it's just gonna slide off the whole side of his face is flat oh man I fucking cannot stand these dumb asses um what else we got oh (laughs) here's a little something more fun and hip uh if you will it's a little joke it's hip hop uh R. Kelly, which I can only assume stands for Rapist Kelly. It's Robert. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you say tomato, I say R. Kelly's a terrible person. He, he is. We, we covered this at length in episode nine, which I know if you're new to the podcast, I don't know why iTunes won't let people view things other than the most recent 20. If you know how to disable that setting let us know i'm gonna i'm gonna fix that hell yeah okay cool um so way back in episode nine so if you've been with us for the long haul you remember our extensive episode on r kelly uh where we learned that he has uh hurt many many women and is also illiterate and writes all of his songs off the top of his head which is probably why his song admitting that he hurt women is 18 and a half goddamn minutes long which is insane here's the thing it's it's almost about most places are rounding it up to 19 minutes we have both listened to the song several times i assume i listen to it at work thanks for the noise canceling headphones guys yeah it's uh boy oh boy is it really bad i had to turn it off multiple times because i was angry yeah here's here's the thing I'm not gonna... He writes songs the same way that Lil Wayne writes songs, but Lil Wayne is an American patriot and deserves to be parted for his crimes of setting fire to the Malheur Wildlife Refuge. (laughs) (laughs) No, his verse on Only is trash. Yeah, that's Fight me. Fight me. No, no, no. Here's the thing that I will admit to. New Lil Wayne, not great. Uh, Lil Wayne, the Carter 3 and the Carter 2, amazing. His verse on which one? Uh, only. only off of the Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj and Drake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Drake's verse, great. Yeah, that's the one where they talk about fucking Nicki Minaj. Oh, I thought that was the truffle butter. Oh, no, no that's you're right. One. No, this is the one where he says, I like my girl's BBW, kind of want to suck you dry and then eat some lunch with you. So then, big, everyone in the room is, is so uncomfortable, uncomfortable, which I never like, got. <laughs> Asked like, who's to Texas? But, but the face just looked like Claire, Claire Huxtable. I do know that song. Yeah. Whoop. Yeah. All right, so yeah, it's 19 minutes long. I'm gonna be honest. I started listening to the beat, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, this is good." But it, but the words. No, not only the words, but it's good for like a minute. Yeah, it's good for like a minute. And then it's 19. <laughs> oh well, my frustration too is that he starts out the song being like, "Okay, so I tried to help some people," and I'm like, 
No. So here's you the thing. You do not get to claim it that way. The song is about a lot of stuff, including like yeah. he, he was like um he was like oh, I tried to help some people, but he's like saying like I tried to help people's careers and that came to bite me in the ass, which it kind of did. Well, because financially for him because he's broke as fuck. That's true. But part of the reason he's broke as fuck is cuz he had to keep multiple fuck mansions to keep these people in yeah i was gonna say how can he be broke and also support these fuck cults yeah well and and here's part of the problem is that he's claiming like oh quote unquote i helped somebody's career but then in return for quote unquote helping their career they're a sex slave like it's that's not Kalia was not, a sex slave yes <laughs> yeah yeah R. that R. one was not good he talks about her in the song too yeah so here's a couple of uh, here's a couple of choice picks that I took from the song. Um, I admit it, I admit it, I did it. Yeah, I done fucked with a couple of fans. Fans, I admit I'm a gift and a curse. Gift and a curse. I admit that I don't go to church. No, no. <laughs> so they have the stuff in parentheses, which I'm singing as kind of like the backup vocals. But it's like this this whole song is filled with some goddamn. Sh- I admit I couldn't read the teleprompter when the Grammys asked me to present. Yeah. Yeah, because he's illiterate. Because he's illiterate, yeah. So this is just like the worst confessions. See, here's the thing. R. Kelly's gotten real weird in the last couple years. Like, aside from the sex cult, um, R. Kelly's music has gotten less mainstream and there are fewer people with an editing hand on it. Yeah. And so he just makes crazy shit. That's how Trapped in the Closet fucking happened. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. We, all right. We talked at length about Trapped in the Closet on episode nine. So Andrea, feel free. Andrea and I were out last night with fellow comic, uh, Polivi Ganalan, who is very funny. But here's the thing. I got beef because she said Trapped in the Closet was not good. And I almost wanted to fucking throw down. So here's my can't. feelings on it. Uh, can't. It's not good, but it's you can't look away from it. No, it's so good. It's, it's so good. It's, it's compelling, so good. but it's, it's bad. It's so good, and there's so much genuine humor thrown in there, because R. Kelly does have a good sense of humor. No, he doesn't, sometimes. though. He doesn't understand what's going on. No, he... So some of it is so funny, and it's really evident from the video, but some of it is... is some of it is funny because he doesn't understand the Yes. Song, but then other parts of it are, like, genuinely very there, much... There are sections where he has genuinely included characters that are funny. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of the funniest parts of Trapped in the Closet are because he does not understand what's oh, going yeah, on. For sure. That's why we talked, again, in episode nine at length about... We watched the director's commentary. Yeah. Um, and have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. What if what do you think I? Uh, yeah. No, I know. I've just. It's. I'm a big fan of that song slash video it's, movie. It's insane. Like all twenty. Well, the first twenty two chapters. The other ones kind of go off the rails a yeah, little bit. They all really. It just. It really. The funniest part is how he at the end tries to wrap everything together. Yeah. Everyone has like, AIDS. I was like, what do you think this is? Your rent, R. Kelly? Like, yeah, fuck no. you. Um, here's the thing. Spoiler so, alert, everyone has AIDS. Everyone Yikes. has AIDS. Uh, even the midget? Even the midget. Um, little person. And Yeah, that was a quote. I wasn't... Anyway, so in the last couple of years, he has released some crazy music and some pretty damn good music. Yeah. And nothing in between. <laughs> it's all either total insane weirdness or... 
black panties, the first volume, if you can manage to forget that he's singing about teenage girls. Um, he released a six and a half minute long song with him, Tyrese and Robin Thicke. And it's called, yeah, Robin's real thick, <laughs> real okay. thick. I'm sorry. It's called pregnant. Yikes. And it's literally for, for some reason, He'll release amazing, amazing stuff like Black Panties, but then everything else that, like his experimental shit, is all the same beat. It's all the same tone. It's very similar to Trapped in the Closet. And it's literally top of the head craziness with no editing. And it's the whole song is basically Girl, you make me wanna get you pregnant. Lay your body down and get you pregnant. Knock you up, knock you up. That's the whole song. Knock you up, knocked up was good movie. Yeah. Here's the thing, I'm almost 30, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, except like the more they sing about it, the more you're like, oh, you don't understand anatomy at all. Uh, yeah, some of the... I'm I, gonna fuck you in your pee hole where the baby comes... <laughs> what? Um, there's one where Luda... I love me some Ludacris. Luda! Luda! Luda does a verse on one of his songs in Black Panties, and he's talking about going down on somebody, and he's he's left, right, middle, got my tongue just lacks to scribble, and he talks about spelling the alphabet as if this is like an eighth grade sex class. <laughs> very funny, though. Very funny. Um, horrible. Horrifying man has done horrible things to women. Yeah, what I do not not ludicrous. No, R. Kelly. I don't. Luda's the best. I don't spell out the alphabet. I just uh, spell out all of the lyrics to Trapped in the Closet. (laughs) (laughs) I just spell out my conspiracy theories of just like this tongue can't melt steel beams. Here's a fun. Here's a couple of fun facts. These are also lines in the song. Yeah. Um, Where the fuck is my money? Where now? Here comes this big ass conspiracy. Ah. Um, I think That's my, in the song. that one point in the song, and I would have to look it up on my phone because I took notes. Uh, he says, um, it doesn't like age shouldn't matter when it's love. And I was just like, what? Mm. I don't think he knows how science works or death. Well, and especially in the portions where he's talking about Aaliyah. One of the things we covered in our episode was Aaliyah's first album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, was written almost entirely by R. Kelly. And they were married at the time. Do you think R. Kelly killed Aaliyah? No. No, 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 no. No. No, no. Maybe. No, I don't think no, so. No, no, no. Maybe. She's alive. She's a vampire. Didn't she see that movie? Yeah, exactly. Um, Look into it. No, it was a it was a plane crash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Was it? No, I think R. Kelly killed Lisa Left Eye Lopez. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. R.I.P. No, neither. Left neither. Uh, here's another, here's one of my favorite lines. Here's one of my favorite lines because it, it, it comes out of nowhere and it's really, I don't understand it. And I've tried to look it up and I can't find out who it is. So, uh, been a grown man since age 11, 11, mine on my guaps and seven, seven, rest in peace to my homie Kevin. Oh, <laughs> just, you just okay. Don't know well, and so part of the thing he's referring to been a grown man since he was 11. He was molested. Yeah. Right around that time. Aww. Oh, yeah. He talks about it in this song. Yeah. I admit I fuck with all the ladies. Ladies. That's both older and younger ladies. Yes. Yeah. But tell me how they call it pedophile because of that. Shit. That's crazy. Crazy. You. Oh, my God. That's great. You may have your opinions. Opinions. Entitled to your opinions. Opinions. But really, am I supposed to go to jail or lose my career because of your opinions? Yes. 
Because it's rape. Well, that's just your opinions. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Statutory rape. Yeah, that's just your opinions. opinions. No, it's it's the law in many states. Well, that's the law's opinions. Opinions. <laughs> What's funny is the whole time you're doing that, all I can think of is that Aziz Ansari bit about R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's really come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the name of this building, but everyone in this building's gonna get dick tonight. She now said, they're both in trouble. This is the point of the song where he's uh, he's talking about um, Wendy Williams. He's talking about a conversation that he had with Wendy Williams. Is that a... She's a TV host. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wendy uh, Williams. Yeah. Great um, wigs. <laughs> yeah, that is all I know about her, really. Uh, she said, what about Aaliyah? I said, love. She said, what about the tape? I said, hush. Referring to the tape of him peeing on an underage woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, my lawyer said, don't say nothing. He just shortened nothing. He said, nothing. But I can tell you what I've been, I, but I can tell you I've been set up. I admit it, He's however, since the first up. day that without knowing I signed my publishing away. Okay, so now he's talking about having dyslexia. I said I had dyslexia, couldn't read all them contracts. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lyric in the song. That's actually very true. Yeah. But, but at the same time, the fact that he's just like, she's like, what about the tape? And he's like, hush. He was not set up. No. Like, it, there, there are other witnesses that were at the party and saw that girl at that party. Yeah. He said, so this is what he says. He says, and I'm not going to sing this part because I don't think it needs to be sung. He says, now I admit a family member touched me. And then in, oh yeah. my God, in parentheses it says he go, he went, touch me, touch me, touch me. Oh, no. Which is terrible, but also kind of funny that he sang that. Not that yeah. he got touched, just that right. he, he decided. he's singing it. That yeah. He decided the ad libs needed to be touched me t- three times. Yeah. From a child to the age 14. Yeah. While I laid asleep, took my virginity. Oh, and then yeah. No, the, he, he was very badly abused as yeah. a kid. The ad-libs for that one, just because it's fucking, why did you do this? But it's the ad-libs for that one, so he said, well, I laid asleep, took my virginity, and then the ad words were, sleep, Jenny. He oh. shortened virginity to no. Jenny. Yeah. Oh. So scared to say something, so I put the blame on me. Now here I am, and I'm trying my best to be honest, because the sources out there try and keep me from being the artist. I admit I'm at rock bottom and this shit has rocked my mind. I'm calling on my hood. Come walk by my side. They don't want me to shine. Women's groups. My God. Well, here, that's also something interesting to note that he's referencing his hood. He, many of the girls that have allegedly been involved with him as teenagers, um, he pulled from his old high school and from his old neighborhood. Uh... I admit I'm not perfect. Perfect. I never said I was perfect. Perfect. Say I'm abusing these women. What the fuck? That's some absurd shit. They're brainwashed? Really? Oh, also, after everything he says, the ad lib is, Really? They're brainwashed? Really? Kidnapped? Really? Can't eat? Really? Real talk that shouldn't sound real silly. Uh... And if you really, really, I also love that he's like that sounds crazy, but he doesn't refute. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. He's just saying that sounds crazy, and it's like, yeah, it does. yeah, it does. You're a crazy person, yeah. 
And if you really, really want to know, her father dropped her off at my show. Oh, what the fuck? That's accurate. Ac- that is of at least one of the girls that's true. Yeah. Her parents dropped her off at the show. But here's the thing. And and I not to victim blame, maybe, yeah, keep your kids away from R. Kelly. But also, her parents would have never anticipated that this was going to happen. They believed he was invested in her singing career. Like, is it short-sighted for them not to consider that this could have happened? Maybe, but it, that doesn't... It's still wrong. Here's the thing. At this day and age, don't leave your kids with adults that are quote-unquote helping them. Like, we've seen it over and over again with the Hollywood execs touching... Like, someone's going to touch your kid. Just hang out with your kid. Yeah. I, I mean, again, not to victim blame, it's still... He, he still did something wrong. No, he's straight oh, totally. up in the song he's victim blaming. He goes, yeah. now nah, I'm only saying all of this shit because now they're trying to play me. Yeah, yeah, oh. I admit that this is no disrespect to the parents. No disrespect. But this is my advice to you because I'm also a parent. Parent. He is a parent. He's got uh, Don't push kids. your daughter in my face, my face, and tell me that it's okay, okay, because your agenda is to get paid and ma- and get mad when it don't go your way. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. These are all dumb. Well, and, so and, dumb. and here's the thing. It's like, you know, we, we can say, like, yeah, keep your kids away all you want. But in reality, these, <laughs> these, these parents were, in reality, these parents were fed a bill of goods where they believed that he was going to help their daughter's career. And then down the line, all of a sudden, their daughter's just in a relationship with him and not singing at all. And, you know, what career? Yes. It's it's not that they're mad that they didn't get paid. It's that their daughter is just gone for no reason. Yeah. And here's the start gone. of... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> here's the start of... We the best. Here's the start of uh, verse number seven, oh, by the way. Oh, good lord. Uh, what's the definition of a cult? Well, you could just listen to you the start of the our episode. You the beginning of every episode if you want. What's the definition of a cult? What's the definition of a sex slave? Go to the dictionary, look it up. Let me know. I'll be here waiting. Why don't... Oh, because he can't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you look it up, Barkelly? Oh, wait. Oh, no. That's kind of Yeah, this whole verse is really... T- now I admit that I got some girls that love me to pull their hair. Now I admit they love me to talk dirty when I pull their hair. Some girl like me to spank them. Some girl like to get brain. And what these girls want is too much for the radio station. No one's playing you on the radio station. You had to drop this on SoundCloud. Yep, because his songs are filthy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here's what I'm wondering. If, like, what if somebody actually came to him and was like, hey, the definition of a cult is, and, like, told him, and he was just like, oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, that is what I've been doing. Oh, man, I'm sorry. This, this, sorry. Is, a, this is a horrible misunderstanding. <laughs> um, No, it's, I feel like he's... I, I want to say that he's being woeful, like willfully ignorant, but at the same time, we also know that he has severe learning disabilities. Yeah. Um, and is probably on some sort of spectrum given his musical talent, but that doesn't excuse anything he did. And if multiple people are like, hey, dude, not cool. That's wrong. Don't do that. Especially if you were abused as a kid and you know the damage that can do. He, I mean... None of nothing he has said has excused anything he has done. Uh, what about R.I.P. to my homie Kevin? <laughs> I think that makes. I it mean, I do okay. feel bad for Kevin. R.I.P. Kevin. Um, yeah, so that that happened. That was a 19-minute song. Um, 
that he dropped on SoundCloud. Uh, it was produced by NOC Knock. Let's see. What else did Knock produce? Knock produced popular songs such as just that one. Oh. Yep. Do you think it's just a pseudonym? Um, nope. It's produced by Knock and R. Kelly, but the other stuff is like um, by people that I have never heard of. Hmm. So uh, we also got something pretty cool in the mail. Um, and we got it a while back. We just haven't had a chance to make a bonus episode to actually talk about it. So uh, this is from Karen Balint in Houston, Texas. We just talked about Houston, I feel like. Did we? Yeah, earlier. Maybe my brain is dying. I think your brain is dying. I think we're all sleep deprived and exhausted and our brains are dying. It's been such a long week. (laughs) It has been a crazy long week. Um, But she sent us something actually really cool. She sent us uh, like a set of workbooks, DVDs, and CDs from the Way Down Workshop. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're hella cool. Uh, What was really, really fun was we opened them and then I left them out in my apartment and totally forgot to warn my boyfriend about it and he came home and like sent me pictures and was like babe what is this you're beautiful just the way you are <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> uh but That's she sent really us she sent us a letter um uh, she she sent a postcard that says awesome job mondo happy you covered way down gwen shamblin bullshit zd forever Hell which is yeah. great uh, and direct tv info was so interesting um she also says, I'm sending you something for your collection. I've owned it forever, but by grace, oh, but by the grace of God, never did follow, uh, never did slash followed. I was going to throw it out while moving, but then like a month later, I heard episode 41, two holes filled with ZD. I really enjoyed listening to your podcast. It makes me laugh. I also found this throwback stationery and thought of Paige and Marie. Thought we would laugh. It's actually, it's on sorority stationery. Aww. <laughs> uh, ZD love. Karen Bayland. So thank you, Karen. Oh, thank you so much. It was super. It's super crazy. Um, we'll definitely be posting some of the photos from the Way Down Workshop. Oh, this is the front of the postcard. Um, <laughs> it's it's a, a fun vintagey lady on skis. Huh. Word on the slopes is that she was fast. Here's the uh, workbooks and the CDs. So the I know that. Okay. I'm so sorry. That's all right. It's been a while. Uh, and I know that I was the one who's. Yeah, you did that episode. So the thing is, is, is the diet, as far as I remember, was was diet based. It was not an exercise and diet based program. Was no, it? it was just diet, okay. diet and praying. Because for a second, I was trying to remember if they, if you, uh, they were like, okay, now stretch for the Lord. Now st- stretch. How long ago was this diet? Oh gosh, this oh, was. Oh, it still exists, I think. Because my yeah. aunt was talking about this. She's like. No, they have these things that are in the Bible. Like there's multiple Bible-based her. diets. Yeah, yeah. So, this I, I is like the biggest one. Diets are a thing. Well, it's here's like, what's crazy. After we did that episode, uh, my mom called me the next day. And was like, you know, your grandmother did the way down workshop, right? And I was just like, yeah, we've gotten a lot gravy. of people from. Because here's the thing: is that you hear the success stories, and then it it when you hear it without knowing much about the way that you are supposed to lose weight it makes sense sort of but it also doesn't once you put any amount of that only if you don't understand science well that's the thing it's not just science but it's like people hey she understands science there's no other way she could get her hair to defy gravity like that that was perfect 
<laughs> yeah, she understands science. She just uh, she has her own hole in the ozone layer. Yeah, she just takes detours and stuff like, like evolution and <laughs> calories. <laughs> no, she had like a fucking degree in nutrientology or something. The nutrientology. Thing okay. She's an expert in fire hazards because she wears one on her head. <laughs> That's a dog. I'm convinced it's a dog. I also it's just agree. a dead dog that she skinned and wears as a wig. No, she had to like sneak a dog in through like TSA or something, and See, now she's just like st- she's stuck in the lies. She can't go back. I feel like one Halloween she went as like Bon Jovi, but like '80s Bon Jovi, and then somehow that wig fused to her head, and she was just like, "This is my life now." Uh. <laughs> um, I bet oh, it was yeah. a hair pun. No, 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 it wasn't. It was, uh, yeah, back in the back in the nineties, uh, there was this huge thing where everyone was falling for fad diets because I genuinely think that people didn't really understand like we do now, and some people still don't. The way that you lose weight is by putting, and I know this is weird because I'm a fat guy, but putting yourself in a calorie deficit, you basically are expending more calories than you are intaking, and that causes your body to use up stored fat. And will basically allow you to burn off excess weight. That's how it works. But there's all this other stuff like the Atkins diet, which was pretty not a great idea, but has been kind of... Yeah, that that's mostly responsible, I think, for giving my dad gout at one point in the yeah. 90s. You can change... Now it's changed into like the keto, keto diet, yeah. which... Is controversial. It can be good, but it also... It can also be pretty terrible for you, because yeah. it's usually kind of high in sodium, which is not, yeah. not great. You have to... What if thing, we just ate a balanced diet full of nutritious things? That is the moderation. best way. The best way is to do that, and not put yourself in a situation where if you would eat something outside of your diet, you will get violently ill. Here's the other thing. What is nutritious? Because it changes. Like, in the 1960s, they thought avocados were terrible for you. I mean, they are fat but they're good they're good fat. fat but like we only knew that in like the past 10 years 10 years from now maybe so we'll find out that bacon. they, eggs they are hammered magic. the fucking food pyramid into my brain they hammered it into my brain but even that's they, changed yeah because and here's the thing they didn't they didn't the bottom. no it should it's I not the bread. basis of it i don't know if you ever used the portions they told you to use but they I are never not have listened to any of that because it's stupid yeah it's just they didn't tell us that it was wrong they just silently let us forget that they did that and so for my whole life i thought that we were supposed to follow the food pyramid and i'm a fucking fat carbo-loaded piece of shit because i let the school system tell me what to eat and told me that pluto was a planet i do love bread i do love bread and baked ZD. it is the basis for my life ZD forever yeah Mm, i don't like bread all right this podcast is over i (laughs) can't no i like cheese (laughs) <laughs> All right, it's back I, on. I do love okay. cheese. Cheese is great. We can agree on cheese. That's an amazing gift. Thank you so much for sending yeah, that. Yeah, thank you, Karen. Yeah. Pretty sweet. We, we've had a lot of fun flipping through it and being like, what? <laughs> oh, I'm going to check amazing. it out. I was going to say, if it was exercise uh, involved, I was going to do the exercises. And but... videotape it for the Instagram. Yeah, oh, ins- my God. I want you in a sweatband and a unitard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my the, God. Like the yes. knee-high socks and the short shorts. Yes. Sweating to the oldies. Is this for this is for a separate thing, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just want this, this is for my private stash. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's what I want. I imagine it's silver. 
<laughs> like the old like gladiator uniform. Yeah, you just look <laughs> not yeah, not Roman like gladiators, no, no, American yeah, gladiators. Yeah. The only uh, the only gladiators that ever mattered, USA, USA. The ones with names like Blazer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dude, you don't think Roman gladiators were calling themselves cool ass shit? Oh, I'm sure they were. <laughs> My name's Macho Jack. Testiculus Maximus. <laughs> Testiculus Maximus. That sounds like a disease. <laughs> Just, I'll tell you what, I'm sure if Testiculus Maximus sounds what it is, those guys on Roast Battle that I saw naked definitely have it. <laughs> Big old balls. Meaty clackers. Big meaty clacks. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, I think we've gone as far as we can go. I'm so tired. Me too. <laughs> Dude, my body is rebelling against my. I want to die. I want to be dead. Um, I'm like hungry. Okay. Sorry. Me too. I haven't really eaten today. Um. All right. Let's. God damn it! Am I following the way down workshop on accident? <laughs> no, no, no. That's keto. Oh, good, 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 good. No, um, kidding. I don't know what the fuck. It is. All right. Well. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys, to our cult news. Um, if you want to hear me and R. Kelly's 25-minute collaborative song. Uh, that we, no, no, this is a joke. Uh, but if you want to follow Just me. Just remix it and then pause every second for, like, fact. In 2006, he, he settled out of court. <laughs> I think we should do a uh, mystery science theater of trapped uh, in the closet yeah i think that'd be really funny i know i just don't want more people to see it yeah it's great i don't i have it on dvd yeah it's it's it's, is it a full i bought i bought it before i knew he hurt so many people yeah oh yeah definitely it's full length yeah what yeah dude yeah it's a film and well it's a bunch of short films combined into a whole film and it's one of those things where it's like you start watching it and you're like, this is insane. And then an hour later, you're like, oh, my God, we're still watching this. Yeah, the best part is that every single uh, episode uh, ends with a big twist. And you're like, what? Yeah, and none of it makes sense. stupider and crazier and none of the plot makes sense. At a certain point, halfway through the second half, they fully run out of money for their budget. And it is painfully obvious. That's and so it is funny. great. <laughs> Yeah, also, anytime anyone's in a car, they just really 90s the fuck out of it. Oh, And it's just amazing. like a terrible green screen, and then the people are You know, just like when people are in a car fearful. on Saturday Night Live, and it's just like a background. Oh, and they're and clearly the car- not yeah, yeah. even driving. Yes. You know how you tell a like three-year-old? Like, cat. You tell like yes. a three-year-old, like, hey, pretend you're driving, and then they're just like... Bruh, bruh, yeah, it's bruh. like if Keyboard Cat tried to drive yeah. a car, <laughs> it's all the driving and trapped in the closet. Boy, oh boy, way down workshop and keyboard cat. I guess we are back in the early 90s slash 2000s. Uh, or late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Okay, well, I've it's had It's time to go this. to sleep. I'm so uh, tired. If you want to watch me sleep, uh, my address <laughs> is... No, okay. Uh, if you want to watch me do things, including sleep, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. Uh, M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff, all one word. Uh, if you want to follow the times that I occasionally live tweet say yes to the dress uh, while I'm full of rage. I do. You can follow me on Twitter at Paige Wesley, on Instagram at Rampage Wesley, or on Facebook at Paige Wesley. And if you like my voice and jokes that I might tell, uh, you can follow me at all the things, on all the things, with all the things, at Sundress Comic. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. Uh, but also, when this episode comes out... Uh, Tuesday, August 7th, I'll be at the Ontario Improv at 8 p.m., so go check me out. It'll be nice. fun. Nice. Yeah, it'll be really fun. Also, a um, couple things. 
Uh, if you like the show and you think we're real cool and real fun, on August 16th, uh, Andrea, who runs a show, monthly show called Oversharing. Oh, yeah, you're going to be in it. Yeah, I'm going to be on the show. And if you want to come see me and Andrea, or Andrea and I, if you want to get grammatical, um, what am I, R. Kelly? Anyway. <laughs> come uh, get grammatical. Cool, cool, cool. Ginny. Um, so if you wanna if you wanna see both of us, we will be at uh, Boomtown Brewery. I want to say Boomtown Brewery. Boomtown Brewery in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Uh, it's really fun. Armando's gonna share a secret he's never told on stage before. Shh, I'll never tell. Except I will. I will tell. That is the point of this. It's, show. Yeah. Yeah, as will I. Although I'm running out of secrets because I say everything on stage. And yeah. Then it's like, what am I supposed to share? I don't problem. know. Um, and then also, fun, fun times. If you are in the Northern California area on Friday, August 10th, I will be in Sacramento, California uh, for the Gateway Comedy Show. The premise is really simple. I'm going to go up, I'm going to do some comedy, and then everyone gets high as fuck. And I come back and I do comedy again, high out of my goddamn gourd. It's kind of like performing under the influence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a really fun show. Yeah. I had so much fun doing it. Uh, Andrea and I did it separate dates. and uh, But she was my designated driver for yep. the first time when I did it. And I got, I got so high <laughs> that I... Wa- and I don't really smoke weed. You know, it's all an act. I know that I do the... And I say 420 a bunch, but I don't really smoke weed like that, guys. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what I used to. Not be. a wake and baker. No, 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 no. I'm a. Uh, I'm a. I can't not be awake, and I gotta bake so that I can <laughs> stop this wake. Um, I'm a sleeping weed. I was gonna say sleeping creep, but that is horrible. Yeah, um, that sounds like you're molesting people in your sleep. I admit, I admit it. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to, we did the show, and I was so high, I came out on stage, and I was so obviously stoned that they just laughed at me for 20 seconds as I stood there, red eyes. (laughs) And then when they stopped laughing, I said, laughing. When they stopped laughing, I just went, no, you're high. (laughs) I barely remember my set at Performing Under the Influence, where I was crossfaded, and I believe yelled at people because I just wanted to be home and asleep. Yeah, I remember that. I watched you do PY and it was an amazing set and you just went off the rails and it was so fun. <laughs> I I did PY and I my whole thought was I was going to write an entire set while I was drunk and high that night to do at that night. Mm-hmm. And so my first joke was I came out on stage and I went, "I'm sober." James Sober. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And to this day, I think it's the best joke I've ever read. (laughs) I just remember Leah Kajanian took shrooms and ended up kind of making a weird like chair fort on the stage. That was (laughs) was really great. So yeah, if you'd like to see that, it'll be in Sacramento, California. I will be posting dates and time. Well, I would be posting time and location on my Instagram and Twitter pages, which again at Mondo Does Stuff, M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. If you want to send us an email, uh, which can be, I don't know, your favorite R. Kelly lyrics or anything like that. Please don't. 
Yeah, don't don't actually do it. Trust me, I know all the R. Kelly lyrics, and now they haunt me because I know about his misdeeds. Oh, God, they're so, he's such a bad person. Um, If you want to email us something lighter, like questions or your favorite non R. Kelly songs or your favorite lyrics from uh, Weird Al's parody version. There you go. Trapped in the drive thru. Tell me about all the ludicrous tracks that you enjoy. Ludicrous. Uh, then you can send us an email to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter at cultpodcastshow. You can follow us on Instagram at cultpodcast. Or you could send us uh, more Way Down Workshop books or other diet books. I don't give a shit. Do it. Do it. We won't. Uh, at <laughs> We're going to be fat forever. Bake ZD for life. Yeah. Uh. 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like Like The the Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. So yeah, that's our show. Um, Paige? I'm exhausted. Uh, Let's say, don't drink the coffee, because we're so tired. (laughs) <laughs> Do drink the NyQuil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how Little Wayne got famous. Uh, <laughs> don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.